Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome. The Doc G Show. I'm your host, Doc G. With me, as always, is the man that lives in constant fear because his dog, Storm, refuses to protect him from any roaming bears. Dave Burles, Berlin. He hears you, Doc, and he says to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that. I don't... I don't believe that's actually what Storm is saying there. No. Uh, He's saying, Dad, why are you doing the Doc G show and not paying attention to me? Girl, come on. Settle down, Storm. <laughs> Settle down, Dave. <laughs> yeah! I am uh, so excited because literally one day after we talked to Claude last week on Thursday morning, I'm scrolling through Instagram, and what does ESPN have? But Houston has been eliminated. eliminated the first from- team. Oh, <laughs> I was How scrolling. Embarrassing. But it wasn't, though. <laughs> because, you know, I was like, here I was thinking Dave wasn't up on his basketball. It turns out Dave was just pulling for the ultimate underdog. Yeah, that's Dave, what it was. <laughs> Dave thought they were going to pull off a winning streak. That was not. They weren't gonna lose until the playoffs. So true. Instead, they just lost automatically, and they were. Oh. That was it. That was it. That was it. it wasn't pretty, uh, Dave. But I, I have even better news Ooh. than that. Yeah. What you got Doc. So I'm not sure if you remember this, but a while mm-hmm. back, I think it was a birthday suit. Pretty positive it was. Mm-hmm. We were celebrating the birthday of the Queen of Soul. Miss Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and part of her description, I let you know that Rolling Stone put her as number one on their list mm-hmm. of greatest singers. Right. And then I told you I could put together a way better list. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have created that list. Ooh. Let's okay. go. How not, many we not got? The, not the whole thing. I've created 20. Their list is 100. I was thinking like you were going to do 10. I've created the first 20. We're Mm -hmm. not going to go through the whole 20. I don't want to give it all away on the show. I'm going to release some of it on Instagram. But I want to give a little teaser to the listeners here. A little cross-pollination of social media and the the radio listeners. All right. You know? Mm-hmm. Now, I, as as with most things in my life as an old man, it was funny because once again I was like, when was that? I think that was like fall. Yeah, it was like fall. I look mm-hmm. back, Aretha Franklin's birthday was March 25th. Word. Oh, man. So, so it was a year and a month ago. Jeez. It, it really that. doesn't seem like it was that long. Because I, I, I. Oh, man. Yeah. It was the whole pandemic, man. The oh, whole geez. pandemic. <laughs> That's how long it's been. We lost that much time, this Dave. This whole it's year insane. is like just like balled Blurred together. together. Yeah. Blurred together, man. But here's what I thought, okay? I thought instead of giving the top 20 away, I want you to choose five random numbers in the top 20, and I will reveal those hmm. choices. You can only right. You can only choose one choice in the top three, though. You can only choose one. I only want to give away one in the top three. 
So, okay. what's your first number out of 20? What do you want to hear? 17. 17. Good choice, man. Good choice. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. A mouth from the past, one of the biggest female voices in history, Etta James. Ooh. Etta James. Yeah, now I know there's probably some people out there like Etta James all the way down at 17. Trust me, there's some bangers above her listeners, okay? Word. There are some straight bangers. But Etta James got all kinds of great jams. I don't know if you're aware, Dave. I'd say you're not. It's not really in your wheelhouse, but it's okay. Right. She's got a, <laughs> got a lot of good... I'd rather go blind. What a jam. Sweet. A Sunday kind of love. Good stuff. That's right. My dearest darling. Oh, yeah. Stormy weather. Those are some good jams right there. Good jams. Uh, if you watch the the um, movie Cadillac mm-hmm. Records, have you ever seen mm-hmm. Cadillac Records? No. Okay. Cadillac Records, uh, Beyonce plays Etta James. So there you oh, go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. I think, I don't think Etta's uh, any, yeah, no, no, she's not, uh, any, uh, she died in 2012. R.I.P. Etta. Oh. Sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Seventeen. Good call. What's your no? What's your next choice? Mm, Twelve. Twelve. Ooh. Oh, really good one. Axl Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Guns and Roses. You, yes. You tell me the end of that sweet child of mine where he hits about thirty-seven notes in forty seconds. Yeah. You tell me something yeah. better than that. That's impressive. You tell me, man. And people used people would say like he just screamed. No, no, he had some vocal gymnastics going on. He bounced around. He was impressive with his voice, and he still. I mean, he still. You see some of his live stuff now when they came back mm-hmm. with Guns N' Roses. It's impressive because yeah. the dude's totally man. Dude's over fifty, and he's still jamming right. those songs <laughs> out like. You gotta you gotta do some practicing to keep keep a voice that high for that long. That's true. Pretty oh, impressive. Man. Pretty impressive. Okay, what do we got for three? Hmm. Eight. Eight. Otis Redding. Mm. Otis Redding. Now I need you love some Otis. I do love Otis. You know, uh, you know my number one. I don't even have to say it. Um, but now, uh, Mike from Hollis Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike from Hollis Brown that we had on the show, he would be mm-hmm. a little upset at eight because Otis was his favorite singer right. of all time. But right. you know, yes. I I mean I love Otis, but he like to me, Otis is like the the less I guess so I would compare Otis to like a old Dodge Challenger, not like one of the new uh, annoying Dodge Challengers that people like a seventy or like a sixty nine seventy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It didn't. It, it he doesn't have the most muscle. It's not the fastest car, but man, when he revs it, it's pretty. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the same thing with Otis. Like he didn't have the best voice, but man, did he put some emphasis into it. These arms of mine. Try a little tenderness. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Good stuff. Okay, that was three. What do we have four? Number five. Bill Withers. <laughs> Bill Withers. Now that one, that's a that one. I know I could get a hit on. If people wanted to give me crap for that one, you can. So true. I just love Bill Withers' voice. It's just I, I'm just such a fan of his voice. Uh, it, I don't know who he is. Oh, uh, you know you know his songs. Ain't no sunshine, man. 
Mm. Ain't no sunshine. When it gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Only darkness every day. Ain't no sunshine when it gone. When it gone. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. It's way too smooth. Nice no, it wasn't. No, it was not. Yes, it, it was. It, Come on, give yourself a little credit. It was no Bill Weathers, trust me. And then so it true. wasn't. You wouldn't break the top twenty, but you're like, you know, <laughs> you're somewhere. It, grandma's the- hands, though. Oh, good jam right there. Use me. Use me is just such a funky jam. Like use me. It could be my soundtrack for almost life. Yes! If listeners don't know, use me. Uh, not really the message of Use Me. I, I don't know. I guess a little bit. But, like, that jam, oh, mm-hmm. it's just so funky. You just want to groove to that. And then, plus, right. the song, I don't, you, you got to know Bill Withers' Lean On Me. You know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know Lean On Me. Lean on mm. me when yep. you're not strong. That's that's Bill, man. That's classic oh. Bill. Look at that. Sad, I know some Bill. Sadly, Bill uh, passed away at the start of the pandemic. He actually uh, oh. uh, passed away March 30th, 2020. March 30th. But a West Virginia ri- original from Slab Fork, West Virginia. That's right. There you go. There you go. Okay, last one that you want to hear. What do you want to hear last one? Um, We'll go number two for you. Well, number two, it's Rolling Stones number one, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, mm. number two. Number two is Aretha Franklin. Listeners, if you don't know who my number one is, shame on you. So you should. I bring him up enough. That's a fact. Uh, number two, though, Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul. Obviously, I mean, there's there's not too much that you have to go over why Aretha Franklin would be number two. Uh, she sing like a, a brick house, man. She had eight octaves. Eight octaves. What? Insane. Insane. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know if a, if, if I had to choose a favorite Aretha for song. I might I might go, I Never Loved a Man. That that jam is, I mean, I, I know everybody goes R-E-S-P-E-C-T, but I, I don't know, man. I Never Loved a Man is a real deal right there. Or Chain of Fools. Chain of Fools is also Ooh. a real big yeah. jam. That's, That's a good one, too. Those are too high right there for me. Okay. All right, listeners, listeners, are you, is your interest peaked? Oh, yeah. Your interest should be peaked. It's got to be peaked, man. It's got to. It's got to be. So, listeners, get ready to see the top 20 on Instagram. And for the full 100, at this pace, I'll be finished in four more years. Wait, what? Just, yeah. <laughs> we'll have another pandemic just, coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in 2025, get ready for the finishing product while we're waiting. Dave, you ready to fire up the show? Let's fire it up. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Dave, we have an amazing show. Molly Pardon is going to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic singer, fantastic songwriter. Can't wait to talk to her. Uh, she's she's in Nashville. She just mm-hmm. released a new EP. As I said on the last show, Dope. she's just she just was on Cobert. Just was on Cobert. Word. And now, now, she, now, she, now she's upgraded. Now she's making her Doc G a debut. Yes. Yes. But first, we need to start where we start. Birthday Sue. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Mr. President. This one, uh, ooh, it's not your wheelhouse, Dave. 
It's not your wheelhouse. Um, the whole the whole day, huh? No, 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 no. Just okay. this one. One, one. By the way, we forgot one last week. Girl, come on. We forgot the last one. We, I just skipped oh. over it. I just skipped over, it. and you totally would have got it. It was Tony Romo. Shout out to Tony Romo. Shout out. Oh, happy birthday, Tony. Yeah, yeah. He obviously you'd get Tony, and I was I was gonna yeah. I was gonna heap praise on Tony too because he's such a great com uh, commentator. I love, I love him. Yeah, he he seems just in the zone. You know, he seems happy. He seems happy analyzing the plays. He gets all he gets all giddy. Uh, he, he's real into it. Yeah, he gets all giddy when he sees something coming. He's like, oh, 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 watch this, watch this receiver. They're gonna call an option right here. It's gonna happen. And like, he can call it, man, because obviously he's he just finished playing. He knows what's going down. He knows what's happening. It's so fun, man. Anyways, this isn't Tony Romo. Nope. Uh, this one. I don't think you're gonna get. It. I okay. I gave you 65, percent but mm -hmm. it's just I didn't realize she doesn't really have that many famous movies. After mm. looking at it, I was like, I mean, she's really famous, but I was like, huh, what is she famous for? Anyways, mm -hmm. born on April 28, 1981, in uh, Pomona, <laughs> uh, Pomona, California. Our birthday suit wearer traveled for years until the age of nine because of her dad's job in the Air Force. When she was nine, her dad settled in Claremont, where they were mm -hmm. raised. She was interested in acting from a young age and convinced her, uh, convinced her mom to take her and compete in acting competition, where she won the first mm -hmm. prize, which was free acting lessons. She won. Mm -hmm. She started showing up in commercials and small TV roles. Her big break when James Cameron chose her to be the lead in Dark Angel in 2000. She then starred in the movie Honey in 2003 and then in Sin City in 2005. She was then picked to be the Invisible Woman in the Fantastic Four series. She since played in Valentine's Day, Machete, Little Fockers, uh, Spy Kids, Escape from Planet Earth, Some Kind of Beautiful, The Veil, Dear, Dear Eleanor, and many others. Name that birthday suit wearer. Jessica Alba. Yes! Yeah, I gotta be honest. I, I remember watching the Final Four, but I don't really remember anything going on in that movie. Like, all I remember was that she was in it. That's about it. Yeah, that's yeah. All, that's all I remember from that movie. It's not. It's not a great. It's not one of the top superhero movies of all time. I remember there being some really cheesy lines of the Human Torch. That's pretty much yeah. all I remember. Yeah. And maybe even me at that time, being under the age of twenty, being like, "That was stupid." That's a fact. Right. Dumb line. Doesn't really make sense. Anyways, she is turning the big. 40 years old. Say what? 40 for Jessica hey, Alba. Happy birthday, Jessica Alba. Big 40. Looking good, though, man, for 40. My oh, yeah. goodness. Always. And she got, I, I got to be honest, I didn't know she was married either. Nope. Had no idea. Like, who's she married to? Cash. Uh, these, fa these famous people, we never know who they're married Cash to. Cash Warren. Cash. That sounds like a baller name. I mean, it's pretty baller name. Apparently, he's a producer. Hmm. Mm, producer, yeah. Word. But they've been married since 2000. Did I say 2009? He's been married since 2008. 2008. Uh -huh. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Had no idea. Anyways, happy birthday to Jessica Alba. And I guess 
happy life to Cash Warren. Happy, yeah. happy life, Cash. Uh, <laughs> okay, Dave, are you ready? Rip some headlines. Hmm. Let's rip it, Doc. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Okay, solid, solid. Uh, Dave, have you ever wanted to run with the Bulls? Hmm. No, never, never, mm. never, never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too big, you know. I mean, because to me, it's one of those lose lose situations, right? Yeah. Because mm. like, if you don't outrun a bull, you get gored, and trampled. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, Blam. I hear that's a downer. That's a fact. And uh, if you beat the bull, people are gonna be like. So you beat a bull? Don't those things just weigh like 3,000 pounds? Yeah, they're like just not <laughs> impressed. And you barely beat it? Girl, like, that's not impressive. Like, I, if I'm going to try to outrun it in something, I'm going to make it an accomplishment, you know? I'm going to choose like a cheetah. Oh, but, there you go. But I'm going to get like a 200-yard start. So we're going to do like a 40-yard dash. I run 40. Mm-hmm. The cheetah mm-hmm. runs 200. 240. I think I I, it, let's see. They run like 60 miles an hour. They can get you, up to 70, but it's going to take them a little yeah, bit. I think you, I can. You run about, like, 12. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can outdo them in that 40. I'm confident in that, that distance. That'd be close. Yeah, that'd be close. Nah, you give me, like, you give me like 60, they'll, they'll have caught me. But, yeah. But, yeah. but two, two, uh, 240 versus 40, I got them. Yeah. Anyways, I got sidetracked. The reason I brought up <laughs> this was that the bull running in Papalonia, Spain... Has been canceled. Oh, because of yep. COVID. Yep, canceled once again because oh. of COVID. Boo. Now, obviously, they did it because of safety day, but yeah, I feel like that's going to be a tough thing to convince a bunch of people that are going to try to run away from like hundreds of three thousand horned beasts. Hmm. That yeah, their was, safety is important. I was gonna say, I was like, these people. It's you know, COVID's one of these things that's like just. You know, human. Um, uh, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused uh, by your word searching. Uh, uh, I will say though, like to me, to me, the the uh, <laughs> them them trying to keep the safety of these bullfighter, uh, these bull runners, sort of mm-hmm. like if I signed up for a pistol duel and I showed up wearing my mask to the pistol duel like hey what's mm-hmm. up just being safe word really you're you're getting ready to shoot guns at each other i know don't want to catch covid on my way over though that'd be horrible that'd really ruin my day like come on come on do you really you probably don't have to worry about natural it. selection that was the word i was thinking of got it got so, it you know these people they're you know they're either gonna die from covid or they're gonna <laughs> die from getting trampled. Something's by bulls. gonna I get mean, them. Something's gonna might get as them. Well, just let them do it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, afterwards, like, couldn't we just have like a little bit of a pandemic ward for them? <laughs> just be like, all right, if you guys want to run against bulls and you survive, you got to stay in this hotel for yeah, three one weeks. Hotel. Exactly. Uh, anyway, e- easy. Dave, a little sage advice. Uh, from okay. me, the old timer, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of old timers listening to the show will agree with me on this. Uh, for lots of goods and services in the world, mm-hmm. there's a sliding scale mm-hmm. of time on one end and mm-hmm. money on the other. Okay. If you sacrifice time, you'll save mm-hmm. money. 
Right. If you sacrifice money, you'll save time and effort. Right. That's like many business models built around that. I usually sacrifice the money. That's a fact. Why? Yeah. Because you never know how much time you've got. Because you're single adult male. Well, because you never know how much time you got, man. You never know when that money's not going to matter anymore. The reason I True. bring this up is that the next story is about two goobers in Florida that are on the opposite end of the spectrum from me. Apparently, they try to save Buku bucks. So, mm. Angel and Manny are husband mm -hmm. and wife that live here in Florida, and they are self-proclaimed bargain hunters. Ew. Oh, jeez, these people are terrible. <laughs> They're uh, so freaking cheap. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, they were bragging to Yahoo News that they recently found weighted blankets mm -hmm. that were originally marked $50 mm -hmm. down to $5 at, at Walmart. <laughs> and they ended up buying oh. 50 blankets, claiming God. they had just saved $2,250. Wait, what? That's not how that works. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, Dave, to which I will claim you just uh, spent $250. That's, that's, that's like what you did. That's like people go Black Friday shopping and on stuff they didn't need, and they're like, well, I saved all this money. Yeah, but you didn't need your third blender. No, well, like, I'm not <laughs> sure what they're planning on. Are they planning on reselling these blankets? They've got to be, because the resale market right now is crazy on everything. But, like, whatever it is, seems like a pain in the ass and not worth it, man. Like, can you imagine? You got to package 50 blankets and ship them mm. to people? No mm. way! Pain in the pain in the butt. Unless you're upselling those things by, like, $100, it is not worth it. I am not I am not making $22.50, because, again... Again, Dave, I hate to be mm -hmm. the economist on the show, but do the math. Your hour, hourly wage is going to come out to like 15 bucks an hour. Screw that. Yeah! I'm not doing that crap for $15 an hour. That's You're making $15 per blanket. Yeah, no thank you, man. No uh, thank you. I would do it. But no, I'm... you wouldn't, Dave. <laughs> You, but That's you, what I do with golf clubs. Yeah, but you'd buy the like you bought the golf clubs because you wanted to, right? Yeah, you weren't yeah. going out and searching for them. This would right. also require you to search like a moron through Walmart yeah, for a bunch of a goober of stuff. Yeah, no, Mine, thank I just you. Just happen to stumble on them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyways, Dave, uh, uh, this next story is weird, uh, like most of our stories. That's a fact. Um, so. There was a recent study done in France, mm -hmm. and this was part of the Deep Time Project. So this is a well-funded million-dollar study, uh, and they did their first uh, uh, study uh, investigation into this study. They took 15 volunteers, eight men, seven women, uh, and they took these folks down into a cave for 40 days Oh, my gosh. Without clocks, phones, or obviously any sunlight. Hmm. And they just had them live for 40 days. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And not surprisingly, the group completely lost track of time. Um, one member of the study thought it had only been 23 days when they left the, uh, the cave. Which, I gotta be honest, I would definitely be on the other side. I'd be like, how long was it? 
Seven years? Yeah. Were we down know, there seven right? years? Like, There's no way this was only 40 days. <laughs> apparently, math teacher Johan uh, Francois said mm -hmm. he ran six miles a day in the cave, which I don't know how he knew what six miles was. Like, did right. they have a treadmill down there? I don't know. Uh, anyways, he said he had a visceral urge to leave the cave, which... I gotta say, I'm with Johan. I would definitely mm -hmm. have a visceral eight. This is the most surprising thing, though, Dave. Two-thirds of the participants mm -hmm. said they were cool with hanging in the cave. Wait, what? No way, man. Uh, gosh. Mar I don't know what they I don't know what they were complacent with, but Well, Maria no Lacone said, for once in our lives, we had time and could stop to live and do our task. It was great. Word. What task is she talking about? Yeah. What the Reproducing? What the <laughs> yeah. You're in a cave. Literally. You don't literally. You don't have any task. You have no communication with the outside world. What are you doing? Oh, finally. Oh, we can knit. Hmm. Like what are you doing? Like I was born to do this. What is there? Like that is so weird. So weird. Um Dave, this is an interesting one. This one, uh, this one got me thinking about old timey stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know how, like, how people talk about the grid nowadays, being on yeah. the grid? Yep. You know? This story is one of those cases that it does suck for these people in the story. Not for everybody, but the people in the story that they're on the grid. You know, like, so like back in the 1800s, you know, you think about it like early 1800s, I could go into Philadelphia and rob a couple of banks, you know, mm -hmm. maybe plunder a couple of ships in the harbor and then just move to ta out of town to like Richmond and right. do, and do the same thing. And nobody would notice, right? Like you could just shave your mustache and be a completely different person. And they'd right. be like, I don't know who that guy is. It's obviously not this guy in the wanted picture. He has a mustache and a hat. This guy doesn't have a hat or a mustache. Not him. Nope. You know? And change mm -hmm. your name. There's no, like, there's no, like, real birth certificates. There's no, like, it's just, like, you change everything you want. Easy. Right? Now you can't do that. No. Now with all the technology in the world, you can have Ocean Eleven technology and you're not getting away with that. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> and that, that happened in this next story. These dudes oh had that gosh. technology. So, oh three dudes, uh... They, they robbed a bunch of banks in different mm -hmm. countries six years ago, and they tracked them down. Tracked them down. So Val, Alex, and Gary, these guys were all charged with money laundering and violations of the Travel Act between March 2015 and October 2019. Blam. They, they apparently struck a string of banks in Ukraine, Russia, Macedonia, Moldova, Latvia, and France. Yeah, they really hit some banks. They hit some banks. So apparently what these dudes did was they had a lot of sophisticated camera equipment. And mm -hmm. they would find these banks that were basically unmanned banks without mm -hmm. really like a lot of security footage in the bank. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they would use very sophisticated small equipment, like a boroscope, to find the inside of the actual lock of the safety deposit boxes. Wow. And then they would make 
a duplicate key based off of all the images they got from the locks. Yeah. This is like a movie. Yeah. And then they stole all the stuff in all the safety deposit boxes. And they moved on. But you got to be honest. Pretty impressive. Um, Very. Especially in 2021. Very impressive. Then they tracked him down, though. FBI FBI tracked him down and arrested him. Now, this is one of my favorite parts. One of the attorneys to the alleged criminal said, quote, There's more to this case than the government has presented. Word. As the case proceeds, we expect his innocence to become clear. End quote. Hmm. Really? Hmm. I don't see how that one's going to happen. Like, they have you making keys and stealing crap. Like, how? You're done. How how are you going to be? You're done for. No, no, no. no. This was a Robin Hood move. It was good. Don't worry. It was totally. went to charity. It's totally fine. (laughs) Like, not going to work. Sorry. Not going to happen. Okay. This is the last story for this uh, segment, Dave. This one. This one is weird. It's sad and a little weird. That's a fact. Uh, Dave, so we already know that Storm would most likely not save you from a bear. But nah. here's a hypothetical. Complete hypothetical. Okay. Let's say you were wanted for murder. Wait, what? Um, would you try to blame the murder on Storm? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Man's best friend. Yeah, he totally did it. That dude over there. Put him in took jail. The fall. Put him He's in there. Vicious. Um, you heard him barking earlier. That's true. So so this is this is really weird, but apparently it happened. A lady killed her husband in Indiana in mm-hmm. 2014 and then tried to blame it on the dog. Nice. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, so apparently uh Betty. Betty, who's 84 and lives in Florida, was sitting there one day when her phone rings. And it was her daughter-in-law, Danny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Danny's like, hey, uh, totally bad news. Uh, Your son and my husband, uh, Ray, uh, our dog, Jazzy, killed him. Huh? Oh, my gosh. And she's like, what? Which... First of all, just set back. Like, that's basically all the story says about this phone call. Just mm-hmm. think about how weird that it's phone call was. So strange. Like, just everything about it. This old woman being like, what? My son, huh? And he's, she's like, yeah, totally. Dog. Horrible dog. Watch out. It's a bad dog right there. Like, so weird. Then, after that, Betty was like... Okay, that was weird. I'm going to call the police and just tell them to check on Ray. So uh, Betty called up the police and didn't tell them, like, hey, my son's been murdered. She said, hey, go check on my son Ray. So they they did, you know, a wellness check, right? Mm -hmm. And police Mm -hmm. show up and they're like, hey, uh, Danny, we're doing a wellness check on your husband, Ray. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, you know what? Ray's out on the road. Because his job was a trucker, apparently. Hmm. Now, the major glaring problem with Danny's story to the police was that Ray's truck was sitting in the driveway. Wait, what? Oh, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. (laughs) So the police were like, uh, isn't that his truck right there? And she's like, oh, what? Maybe, yeah. It's like a different truck or something. I don't know. Huh? So, I love how the news story phrases it, because then they say, the police sense something wasn't right. 
What? <laughs> I would hope so. They're professionals. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a five-year-old could pick up on that one. Uh, isn't he a truck driver? Isn't that a giant truck right there? Something's not adding up. That's a fact. Anyways, mm. the police trace Ray's cell phone, and it went right back to the property. Mm. So oh, man. they asked Danny, uh, hey, you mind if we search your property? And she was like, yeah, totally. Except not that really large toolbox. What? Don't look at that toolbox. Oh, God. And of course... The police were like, yeah, there's something going on with that toolbox. So they got a search warrant, and that's where they found Ray's body. Now... In a toolbox. Oh, my gosh. Now, again, amazing phrasing by the news article. At the end of the article, literally, this is how the article ends. Mm -hmm. It says, it was later determined he'd been shot ten times. Oh, my gosh. Danny was a skilled shooter. Jazzy couldn't pull a trigger. Huh? What? Yeah, she's a dog. Of course she couldn't pull oh, a trigger. I was like, who's Jazzy? The, oh, dog. the dog. What? <laughs> what? Was there anybody reading this article oh, that was like, man. I can't believe Jazzy the dog would shoot Ray. That's just horrible. Luckily, they, times. Luckily oh, they would clear it up. Like, are you kidding me? Man. Anyways, okay, Dave, we are gonna take a oh, break. Jeez, definitely needed after that one. We're gonna <laughs> just. I mean, honestly, man, Jazzy wasn't the shooter. Oh, thank God, I was worried there for a second. Uh, really, not the border collie mix. A German Shepherd, dude. So you know oh. she's probably had some, some, you know, some, some police military training. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We are going to take a break. We are going to hear from our guest. This is off of her new EP, Rosemary. This is Molly Pardon right here on the Doc G Show. It ain't easy. It wasn't easy getting here. Everything happens for a good reason But I don't see it yet There is no sleeping And the food I have just don't seem to be worth eating I drive off in my car to search for freedom what have you done to me? I know you're strong Enough to be my man You may think you can't But I know you And in 
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Day before I hand it over to you. That was I Know You Can by Molly Pardon. I Know You Can by Molly Pardon. Just wanted to make sure. Everybody know. Check it out. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. We're about to talk to her in like 15 minutes. Yes! Dave, where can we find the podcast? Hmm. Guys, if you wanted to listen to that again, mm-hmm. download the podcast on any of your podcast downloading platforms. Mm-hmm. You know what they are. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Instagram mm-hmm. at the Doc G Show. Mm-hmm. At Doc G Show. Mm-hmm. Check out the website, mm-hmm. www.docshido. Oh my goodness. <laughs> DocGshow.com or the DocGshow.com. He's got them both. That- and you can check out stuff from clips on the show, videos, all that stuff, future guests, all on the website. You got stuff on the Instagram to mm. check out. Mm. Doc's going to put his list up, so mm. be on the lookout. Mm. I mean, uh, I hope I hope this isn't offensive to anybody, but Doc Gido made me think it was some type of martial arts. That's a fact. It could be that. or Or a really weird form of Cheetos. I don't know. Oh, yes, Doc like, you Cheeto. Know there's like the there's like the wrapper um, chips. Yeah, that could be your that, chip. That could be my chip. I could yep. be. What are those chips called? They're called hip hop hip hop snacks. Hip hop <laughs> snacks. Like yeah. yeah, Master P has his hand in that. Shout out to Master oh, P. Really? Yeah, they're pretty good. I've never actually had them. I always go into Seven Eleven and just see them. I'm like, what? Those things yeah, I, are still I, around. I, I laughed at them enough times, and I was like, Screw "All right, I gotta it try it. I gotta try yeah, it." Yeah, I got to. Yep. Uh, Not bad. Which uh, uh, what's her name? Cardi B. I think she's the one that has the the barbecue. She's got a honey yeah. barbecue. Yeah, they were okay. The ranch ones, I think, were the best. Mm. Whoever had the ranch ones, I mm. forget. I feel like that's like something like an old, like Fetty Wap or something like that. Some kind of weird maybe. mid to any. We have really sidetracked. Anyway, we derailed. Ah, food. It's what you do. Uh, okay, uh, Dave, it's time to give some shout-outs, though. I got to get the regulars in. It's a pretty long list of regulars today, and I don't know how nimble my tongue's feeling today. We'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. Here we oh, go. Oh, it was the Migos. Sour cream and ranch. Oh, That's there what you it go. Was. Good research, Dave. Migos. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yep. mm, nice. Okay, so got to give the regulars. I'm going to give it all out in one shout. Here we go. Get it. Say what? Shout out to Jacksonville, Florida, Columbia, South Carolina, San Diego, California, Peoria, Illinois, Boardman, Oregon, Genoa, Italy, Barcelona, Spain, Dublin, Ireland, Ashburn, Virginia, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Anoka, Minnesota, Katy, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, Radford, Virginia, Winfield, West Virginia, Gainesville, Florida, Orlando, Florida, Houston, Texas. Yes. Boom. Nice. I actually had a lot more on that. I started out faster on that one. I felt good. I felt good. That was. I liked it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all the listeners too, especially, of course, obviously. I like. Duh. I like it that we've got pockets all around the country. Mm-hmm. That's one of my groups. favorite thing. You know, I've got. We've got our Florida, obviously, anchoring the southeast. We've mm-hmm. got our California guys. We've got the California, San Diego, a- a- anchoring our California. We've got Peoria and Anoka anchoring our Midwest. So true. We've got Tulsa anchoring sort of the mid with uh, Katy, Texas, in that mm-hmm. sort of 
not Midwest. I don't know what you'd call that. South? It's not really Southwest either. I mean, I guess that's like just... Like Central? Yes, I, but it's not really... I don't know. It's weird how they... Because they do all the names based on uh, ancient times as far as back in colonial times, you know? Right, yeah. And, anyways, anyways, shout out to everybody. I love shout it. Out. I love it that we've got all these, these regulars. Thank you, guys. Uh, we love y'all. Dave, a couple semi-regulars I wanted to give shout outs to. Mm-hmm. First of all, our New York homies, Kingston, New York, Hampton, New- yeah. Hampton Bay, New York, and Bronx, New York, all all listening this week. We appreciate it. Shout out, man. shout out to Perkinson, Perkinson, Mississippi. Oh, all yeah. right, the Perk. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Norwalk, California, Norwalk. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Waynesboro. They're almost, they're almost regulars. Waynesboro is like semi-regular to regular they're right on the the right on the border that's a fact i think they forget keep about going. it i keep think going, i think they forget like every three weeks they're like oh crap the show i forgot and, and they, they come and back they catch up yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh need them massachusetts we need them yeah we, we need them we need them and we need them nice <laughs> nice dave uh okay Okay, uh, let's hit up a couple stories. I got two stories that I really enjoyed that we didn't get to here. Um, okay. First of all, let's start this one with just the title, Dave. Here's the title that's mm-hmm. going to almost draw anybody in. Give it to me. Man accused of hitting hotel worker in head with horseshoe and microwaving mm. a fire extinguisher. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy uh, Friday night. Am right I right? There. Who doesn't want to party with that guy? That sounds pretty good. <laughs> sounds pretty good. So, apparently this is out of Pueblo, uh, Colorado. Uh, this was at 4.45 in the morning. Uh, a dude walks into a hotel lobby, and in the hotel lobby they had laid out snacks for, I'm guessing, like the continental breakfast for, mm-hmm. uh, for um, uh, guests. So true. But yep. this guy was not a guest. Nope. And he just walked in oh, and started. That's a savage move. And started eating all the snacks. And somebody from the hotel was like, "Hey, uh, if you eat those things, you gotta they they cost money." Blam. And uh, and the dude was like, "Yeah," and pulled out a horseshoe and started trying <laughs> to hit people with it. Hmm. Uh, when they tried to corral him, he ran to the kitchen, pulled the fire alarm, threw the fire extinguisher into the microwave. And tried to start it. Sweet. Yeah. Golly. Who puts a micro a fire extinguisher in the microwave? Can, I just don't get it. Can can you just imagine like I just love to think of these stories though and just think this is like a completely normal dude. Like this is yeah. this is Bill from the it's office. His first time doing anything and, crazy. And they're like, Bill, why weren't you at work this morning? Well, funny story. I stopped at the uh, motel eight, you know, on my way in to get some uh, breakfast. And when the employees wouldn't let me, I pulled out my lucky horseshoe that I always carry, obviously, and I tried to murder him. Uh, then I got a little nervous, and I ran into the uh, kitchen, and, uh, you know, I tried to microwave a fire extinguisher, as you do. And, uh, yeah, for, for his getaway plan. And, and they arrested me. <laughs> Makes no sense. I don't know. I had to spend the night in the slammer. Can you believe it? No sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, what? Who is doing this? Like, so oh, water fountain talk. Also, also, who had like just the 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 fact that it was a horseshoe. Hmm. What are you doing with a horseshoe? I was wondering that too, man. I was wondering, like, you know, maybe he's playing the game. 
I, you know, it was a wild night. Who know he it got into his back pocket. <laughs> he was he was at a barbecue and he was like, "Oh crap, the horseshoe! I forgot to t- I took it with me, you guys." Yeah, oh, I forgot to leave it there with the set. I've got the five. <laughs> I got five cornhole bags in my pockets too. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Man, weird. Anyways, Dave, this next story, um, you're you're probably a little... You're familiar with this this topic, but you guys Mm -hmm. didn't do it this way. So you're familiar with finding a venue for a wedding. You're familiar with that. Oh, yes. Now, let me ask you a hypothetical. If, uh, if, If Kaylee came to you and was like, all right, I've found the perfect location... Yeah. And you're like, okay. And she picked out a house. Like just a person's house. Yeah. That people lived in. What would your game plan be for that? Hmm. I mean, if it was if it was pretty cheap and it looked okay, I'd be down for it. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't think well, first of all, but like but like I was that was actually an idea that I had, but like for like a mansion. Well, that's what this was. That was that was Courtney and Shanita's plan, but um, yeah, the person that owned the mansion that wasn't his plan. So mm. so this was in Fort Lauderdale, right? And mm-hmm. Courtney, the guy in this uh, marriage, uh, he found a lovely mansion. This mansion had a swimming pool, a hot tub, tennis court, gazebo, eight hundred foot bar, eight hundred. The long. Jeez. Are. That's the size of an apartment. Yeah. They uh, they decided that that's where they were going to get married, right? Except uh, they didn't own the house or rent the house or know who owned the house. They just decided, yep, that's where we're going to get married. This is, this is the one. Yep. <laughs> so Nathan Finkel lived there, and uh-huh. uh, he'd been trying to sell the house for a while. Oh, it was like empty. Well, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, they might have thought it was empty, but Nathan still lived there. He was trying yeah. to sell it, but he still lived there. And apparently, Courtney, when he had decided that this was the house, he had posed as a potential buyer earlier this year and like walked through the house like, oh, man, taking notes, this is dope. I want to go here, right? And so then yeah. a couple of months, he called up Finkel and was just like, hey, so... Would you be open to somebody using your yard and house for a wedding? Hmm. And uh, Nathan was like, no. And uh, apparently, Courtney and Shanita were like, you know what? Let's just wing it. Let's try it. Let's just do it anyway. So Saturday morning, <laughs> Nathan wakes up and sees a bunch of people standing at his gate. And they keep calling him and they're like, hey, we need to have your wedding. Oh, by the way, this wedding is it's part of God's message. You gotta let us in. Huh? And Oh my gosh. And so Nathan calls the police and is like, Hey, I got a bunch of wackos outside of the house saying that it's God's message that they're They're trying to plan a wedding here. And uh they're trying to have a wedding. So so eventually cops show up and uh and and send Courtney and Shanita on their way. They didn't get arrested, but they sent them on their way, you know? And, that blows my mind. And I got to be honest, I really just wonder, like, did they honestly think that Nathan was going to be like, oh, crap, you guys got all the stuff? 
Well, I'd be mean not to let oh, you in screw now. It. Just is, do it. Yeah, get on <laughs> in here. Hey, I'm gonna be eating breakfast. Don't mind me. I'm gonna be in my my robe over here. But you guys do what you need to do. Help yourself. Enjoy. Like what? What's gonna happen, guys? Think it through, guys. Think it Rookie through. Move. Rookie move. Okay, Dave. Uh, do you want to go with the birthday suit 100% mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. uh, much lower 50%? Let's go uh, 100. I'm being real conservative with the 50%, by the way. I think you can get it, but... Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say less than Oh, that. no, no. I'm being conservative in. I don't think... You, uh, you know, I want to I surprise the listeners when you nail it, but... Okay. I just gave okay. it away, so now they're not you're, gonna you're be surprised either. But, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> let's go with the one you'll know. You got this one. All right. Born on April twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two in Altamonte Springs. Is that how you say it? Altamonte? Altam Altam Altam. It sounds it's near Orlando. I think of Altamont. Altamont. Anyways, yeah, let's say Orlando. Orlando, Florida. So true. Our birthday suit wearer loved baseball and football growing up. Coming out of high school, he was a three-star recruit in football as a quarterback. He decided Mm -hmm. to go to UCF. After three seasons with UCF, he decided to... What year was he born? 92. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is correct. Yes. The boat. After, uh, After his third season, he decided to skip his fourth season and go to the NFL. He was picked... Third overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars. There were five rocky seasons with the Jaguars. Yeah. You know, he's got a lot of Jacksonville franchise records. Dude, he has like the most yards in a season, the most touchdowns in a season. <laughs> which, um, which, which I feel like for yourself may be a little bit depressing as a diehard Jags fan. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where like Gerard had. Like, I think um, Brunel still had the record well, I was, for I was touchdowns ab- in a season. I was about to say, I started thinking about it, you know, because, you know, I'm no NFL analyst. You know, you know me. I'm a very casual NFL guy. And I yeah. started thinking about it, and I was just like, who? who has Jacksonville had as a quarterback? Hmm. And, like, yep. I just started, and I was like, I guess Mark Brunel? Is that the best they've ever had? Oh, yeah. And, like, I mean, yeah. Because you go through the list, and it's, like, it's, David Garrard, yeah. Byron Leftwich. It's, I mean, and then you got, like, random dudes in between. That's the thing. And then I went and dug it up, and I was like, yeah, Mark Brunel's, like, pretty much it. That's it. And I'm going to be honest. It's not surprising that, that Jacksonville hasn't won a Super Bowl when that's your best quarterback in history. It, it all changes. There it is. There it is. It's all going to change with Trevor. It's all changing with Trevor. Mm-hmm. No pressure, Trevor. Just 26 years of heartbreak for a city. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> anyways, happy birthday to Blake. Uh, I think he's still on the practice squad for the LA Rams. I was trying to... No, f- he's, no? he's on there. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. Yeah. The full roster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, because the, the, the last I could find, he was just practicing. Just practice squad, but all right. Good job, Blake. You keep it going, buddy. You keep you keep doing keep stuff, your hair. man. Keep, keep the little hair you have left. Oh, sad. You didn't have to bring that up, Dave. That's not nice. Come on now. Happy birthday. What are you turning? 29. One more year. 
One more year. Yeah, man. One more year in the in the 20s. Live it up, Blake. Okay. We are going to take a break. We are going to be right back with none other than the fantastic, the unbelievable Molly Pardon right here on the Doc G Show. Let's go. This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And it's Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Doc G Show from 803 to 904. The best show on the radio. You dig? This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today we are joined by a fantastic musician and songwriter, Molly Pardon. Molly, how's it going? Hi, Ben. It's going great. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I mean, it's got to be going great. You just recently had a real exciting moment, or at least I would think it was really exciting. You guys were invited on the Colbert Show Wait, what? Uh, to play the At Home series. Uh how did you get to be a part of that? Well, um, my PR company oh. um, nabbed that spot for me. Uh, Man, they nice. kind of acted as a booking agent. Right. And, uh, wow. Yeah, were, it was, were you it was, sort of blown away by that when they, they called you up with that one? That seems like a big deal. <laughs> I was sort of blown away by that. Yeah, it's a huge deal. It was very exciting to watch it go live. On the inter- on the internet a couple of weeks ago for sure um, and uh, yeah I'm still reeling a bit <laughs> from it it's it's weird <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like my show has the same impact on most artists mm. they don't get that excited <laughs> it's almost like his show's more popular than mine or something I don't know it's Wait, weird what? it's weird yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who's to say? Luck- Who's to say, Ben? Luckily, I know your your PR team a little bit, so uh, you know I can ask that I can plead to them to get good artists like yourself to come on my show. So, and they're like, "Oh God, it's that guy again. He's asking us for good artists." Oh God, all right, it's going to be embarrassing. We're going <laughs> to have to ask our artists to come on the show. Oh no! But thank you. Thank you for dealing with me. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's nice to talk to another human. <laughs> that's that's the positive of the uh, pandemic. That's been definitely the most positive as far as for me has been all the artists are much more like, oh, thank God I get to interact with somebody. Okay, who cares who it is? I just, all right, it's nice to hear a human voice. This is good. That's a fact. Right. Um well, I wanted to ask a little bit about the Colbert uh, performance because it was a really nice setup. You guys had like the windows and the openness, and of course, you guys sounded amazing. Like, was that you? Did you have all like the? Were you in the planning as far as like where it was going to be filmed and like all of that, or was it more of a you were just focused on the singing part? Uh, I did plan everything. Wow. Um, as soon as I found, as soon as I found out where when the song was due mm-hmm. to turn in. Uh, I scrambled to um, book 
the five musicians, and as soon as I locked them all down, um, I got a, a videographer, mm-hmm. um, a director, and a um, and an assistant, nice. and then I booked the studio. Very nice. Um, and I booked it. I booked it based on a picture of the the room that we were standing in. Yeah, I'd never been there before, um, but it looked just perfect for the song. And actually, Colbert Show um, selected Feel Alive Again for my performance. I was planning on doing a different song, but they requested that one. So, well, that's what I was I was about to ask because that's what I was I was wondering how you came across that song because. You know, I mean, I like it for sure, but I, there there are other jams on on Rosemary that I I I am more partial to. So I was wondering how you came across yeah. that one. They recommended it, huh? Which I I accepted that um, <laughs> as an honor. You didn't you didn't say no. I'm going to do another one. I refuse. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not that's not the song. That's not the song I want to do. Um, Right. Well, that's really been. Have you done? Have you been able to do any other, you know, performances during the pandemic? I mean, virtual or live? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I did a um, a session called Stable mm-hmm. um, back in August. Nice. And I did another one, a Sendero session mm-hmm. um, in November, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, let's see, what else have I done? Actually, I, I got to sing harmony vocals for a Delta Spirit video that was filmed back in the fall in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done several live stream performances yeah. just from the comfort of my home. Yeah, and not not yeah. the same feel as the as the in person concerts, right? Correct. It is <laughs> not the same. It's very different. It's it's kind of its own special thing, though. I get a special kind of nervous. Yeah. When I play on Instagram live it sounds so silly to say but now are you a person is, that actually looks at the at the the live stream comments hmm. while you do uh Instagram live or do you just uh ignore it until you're finished no I I do pay attention to what's happening and it's funny because it's all a little bit delayed yeah the comments come in a little later yeah that they are sent mm-hmm. uh <laughs> but I while I'm singing, I try not to look at the screen, but in between songs, I'll I'll see what everybody is fussing about. Nice. Well, it gives it gives you. I mean, like you said, it it's delayed, but it gives you a little bit of a vibe. Like, okay, I've actually got a active audience. I've got somebody responding to me. Somebody actually knowing and hear, hearing and and accepting my music. So I can see how I would I would feel really weird. If I know I've I know I've had meetings before on Zoom where everybody had their cameras off and I'm talking to like oh, thirty gosh. people with no cameras on. I'm just like I feel <laughs> like I'm talking to a blank screen, guys. Is there anything right. anybody here? Is this, you know, give me at least a little thumbs up emoji so I know something's going on. Girl, now on. you you mentioned you did the video in Nashville. Has have you stayed in Nashville the entire pandemic? I have. Nice. Yeah. I, I have not I have not vacated uh anywhere. Get getting a little antsy? Yeah. Um, I have gotten antsy, but uh <laughs> I have a great um, place that I call home. Yeah. And it affords me a lot of breathing room. There you go. 
There you go. Always good. Always good to have breathing room. Now, you didn't yeah. you didn't grow up in Nashville. You grew up uh, one state over there in Georgia in in Jonesboro, Georgia. Um and yes, I, I did. I'm excited to say I learned some trivia about your your hometown and uh I wanted to ask you, tell. you Yeah, yeah, I wanted to see I want to see if you know this this trivia. I'm not sure how big of knowledge it is in Jonesboro or not. I feel like in my hometown it would be huge knowledge and everybody would know. But we'll see. Okay, first question about your hometown. Which popular 1977 movie was filmed? A lot of the chase scenes were filmed in Jonesboro. Hmm. <laughs> um, chase scene. Mm-hmm. 1977. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> here, here, here's a hint. Let's see if this hint helps okay. any. Burt Reynolds. Hmm. Okay, Burt Reynolds. All I know is he was a um, movie star. So <laughs> I have no idea. I'm what going. Movie he was in. I'm gonna guess movie. Was that correct? Was it a movie? Yes, yes. It is <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. Did you know that Smokey and the Bandit. Bandit? Yeah. No, Most. but I bet my dad would know that. Oh, there you go. There you go. You're going to have to ask. 1977. Okay. Apparently, it was the place to be. And actually, this next question. Also from the 70s. That's a fact. Which popular 1973 Southern Rock Band's second album cover was shot in downtown Jonesboro? Um, Doobie Brothers? Mm, good guess. Good guess. But Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say that. Ah, I got my gut. Ah, should have gone with it. Yeah, their second album okay. with Freebird. Say what? Uh, take it, take it in downtown. I mean, that's a that's a Jacksonville band right there. That is our that is our hometown band. And for some reason, that's right. They recorded that and on the north side of Atlanta. So I guess they were just like coming through maybe, and they were like, hey, you know what? Right. Let's take a cover shot here. This looks good. Let's do it right here. This seems good. So weird. Yeah, but that was that was the two Jonesboro trivia that I found out. So I felt like I should I should ask if you knew that trivia. So there you go. Now, now you've got those two things. If people ask, you can throw them out. You can throw them out. Um, now you know if I care about the history of my hometown. Well, you know, I guess I don't. I mean, let's be honest. Come on, it's it's tough to keep up with it. It's there's a lot. You know, I've got time to burn doing research. That's what I do. Uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> so true. But uh, speaking of that time being in Jonesboro, I, I I'm guessing you you get this question all the time, but I still got to ask because I'm curious. Did your mom and dad make a play on Dolly Parton with your name? Was that intentional? You know, I've never asked them. I just kind of answer for them because I assume <laughs> they don't. I assume they don't care much for Dolly, and but I don't know. In fact, I'm going to see them this weekend. I'll ask them. Okay, nice. I'm surprised like, that's. Later. I'm, but have you got that a, a good amount of times? I'm guessing you've had many, 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 many. Okay. Many. I, I was about to say, I, I would be blown away if no one had really brought that up. I mean, I had a friend whose name was Steely, and the first time I met her, I was like, so your parents are big fans of Steely Dan? And she's like, no. Huh? And I was like, your, your, your name's Steely? And she was like, yeah. I was like, it didn't come from Steely Dan? She's like, I don't know, but I don't think they're fans of Steely Dan. I was like, but... 
I mean, you know, I that's all I could think when I first saw Molly Parton was I was like, Dolly Parton. Who knows? Okay. I'm excited to find out. I'm more excited about that than Smokey and the Bandit. Um Okay. <laughs> Now, you originally got into music by playing the violin, by playing the fiddle. Now, was that because of your your great uncle? I heard he was, he made, did he make fiddles? Yeah, he did. Um, I, I come from a largely non-musical family. Mm -hmm. um, so my great uncle and my cousin are the only other two people that I know of that make music mm -hmm. out of my out of my whole clan, my mom, my mom's side or my dad's side. Um, wow. And so when I was a kid, um, my great uncle gave two violins to my family. Mm -hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, it, I was the only one out of my, out of my eight siblings, I was the only one that took to the violin. Hmm. And so I played until I was, um, until I was a senior in high school, I, I played violin, mm. and I switched over to um, switched over to guitar because it seemed more fun, <laughs> and I could sing while yeah. I played. It was kind of, kind of hard to sing and play violin. Mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't really, I didn't fiddle. I just played classical violin. Gotcha. So, um, now, now, do you so, do you ever yeah. pull it out still now, or did you just pretty much it a hard turn there at the end of high school? I mean, I literally pull it out and then I um, admire it and then put it back in the case because <laughs> it has all but totally left me. Mm, I gotcha. And, and so you you sort of mentioned it now. Did your did your parents get you your first guitar? They did. Now, did you was was that just a nice gift or were you gunning for that? Were you like, hey guys, I'm really into guitar? And then maybe think about that. Um, like, you know, I don't think I ever said that, but. I was taking, uh, I was borrowing a friend's guitar mm. and um, it was like a friend's electric guitar. And so a few months later, it was my birthday and they surprised me with an acoustic. Man, so pa your parents being did, obser observing. Nice job, guys. Yeah, nice. They picked up what I was putting down. Nice. I like it. I like it. Well, yeah. What what was uh, you know what were your inspirations then as far as as far as guitar like what what, what was driving you to want to play music and and sound like as far as uh, as far as uh, guitar? I was really into Coldplay mm. when I first started playing guitar. Mm. And that's kind of all I remember. <laughs> um, it's Coldplay and nothing else. A hundred percent. That's it. I like it. I like it. Uh, well. So, yeah. so it was. It was mainly. I mean, wh how long did it take once you started playing guitar to start writing songs with the guitar? Um, about three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, your first album. You know, fast forward a little bit there. Your first album came out, and just just recently, just celebrated the tenth anniversary. Very very exciting. The the decade. Uh, Decade mark for time as medicine. Very, uh, yeah. very uh, uh, apt title for the decade celebration. That's good. Uh, it's coincidentally you released it on my birthday too, which don't feel obligated to say happy birthday. I was just happy to notice 
It was my birthday okay. too. And I was Don't like, worry, hey. I won't. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I've noticed artists feel different, like different things when they listen to their old music. Uh, how do you, like, if I threw a song on right now from Time is Medicine, what'd you think about that song? Well, it depends on the song. So, so I mean, um, it, it, in general, the, the whole album, just in general, sort of, you know, that time in your music writing process. Like, how do you compare it to now? What's changed? What's the same? Well, the the collection of nine songs were released in 2011, mm -hmm. but they were written over the course of um, probably 2008 to 2010. Mm. Um, and those were, those were my very first. I had no ambition. I mean, I say that kind of naively. Um, I was, I was just purely doing this out of, um, like a therapeutic response and mm -hmm. out of a rush, a rush of emotion and finally learning how to set a melody to chords and learning how to put, set a poem to a melody and phrasing, mm -hmm. phrasing my words to, you know, making, making words singable. Mm -hmm. And that was all very exciting and absolutely fascinating for me as a as a nineteen, twenty, and twenty one year old. So that is a it's a very sacred album for mm -hmm. me because um, because I I just I mean I, I wrote those songs for fun and, mm -hmm. you know either to someone or to myself. Mm -hmm. But I didn't write it for the radio. I didn't write it for crowds of people who had come to shows because I, I had not played shows. Mm. Um, so not not many. I mean, I had played a few, but yeah. not very many. Uh, I didn't I didn't have a following or a fan base besides yeah. my family. <laughs> um, so I love that. I love that album, and I love that slice of time that represents my my raw and um fresh songwriting nice you know i ask because you you have some individuals that it's like they they almost cringe because they're like oh it's it's so I, i've developed so much since then and they they don't seem to sort of appreciate like you said the rawness the creation the new side of things it's more just like oh they don't they don't want to sort of think that's where they came from sort of deal but uh yeah. It's it's different. Everybody seems to to look at their their art in a different way, and that's why I always like asking that question. Now, that album was recorded and released before you actually went to to Nashville. Yes, two years before. Now, what ultimately made you want to go to Nashville? Uh, I had spent three years in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and I was ready for something new, mm -hmm. something new but not too far away. Mm -hmm. And I had a few friends in Nashville, and it seemed like a nice place, so I went for it. Nice. Now, I love asking my question, uh, my guest all of this question, and uh, without counting, I know I've had the most guests from Nashville. So true. But if I'm coming to Nashville, and I call you up, and I say, Molly, I'm coming to Nashville, I need your best place to eat. Say what? 
Where are you going to tell me? What's that number one ace in the hole that you've got that you want to tell me to eat? Uh, Trump Mmm. Mmm. What? What's going? What's going down in there? What's? What's? What's the best dish that you would offer? Uh, salmon tacos. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I like it. That's the one of the main things I love about Nashville because it is, along with being a music city, it it's so full of food that I always get a different answer. Like, almost every single person has given me a different answer and, like, a different food. Like, I've never got salmon tacos on that answer, and I'm very excited about that. That's a fact. I, I also tell well, you, my mom will be very excited about salmon tacos. Huge fan. Huge fan. Great. She's coming, too? Yeah. she. Well, I mean, if she knows there's salmon tacos, she's coming. That's going to happen. It's going to... Okay going to be involved it's going to happen uh now along with food i heard yeah you know, well, i read i guess i shouldn't say heard i read in, a, in an interview uh about how you were a fan of coffee hmm. and then i was i was reading along in the article and, and and it sort of turned into how you had a love of 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 paper in the in the coffee as far as like the taste of the paper do you still have Do you still have an a, a addiction to the taste of paper, or have you have you moved on from that? No, that was uh, something that was emphasized in the interview that probably should not have been. Okay, um, good. I think he took that and ran with it. Okay, good, good. Uh, I've, or I've just been cured of my strange disease, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I know exactly what you're referring to. I, I yeah. told someone that I really liked drinking out of paper cups yeah. um, as opposed to a mug, ceramic uh -huh. mug. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was because I, I had grown accustomed to taking coffee to go so much that I, I wanted that taste of like the paper, mm -hmm. paper cup. Mm -hmm. um, that was the only thing that I could kind of pin it on <laughs> why I didn't like ceramic mugs. Yeah, but I have uh, I have since healed myself, okay. healed my palate. Nice, and nice. Uh, I can drink out of three mug now. There you go. I felt like that was a tad exaggerated. That's what I wanted to ask. I was like, I I don't know if she's that into paper. It seems like a, a yeah. Thing I think that article also said that I'm like trying to get away, trying to get out of the Anglican Church. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is a bit uh, misleading too. Yeah. I'm not trying to get out of the English church. There you go. Just cleaning up just cleaning up some uh loose ends from other from other <laughs> interviews. Control. I like it. I like it. Um Well now that but I do love coffee. No, well good. Good. Uh, we've actually uh just recently we had Michigander on the show and he has his own coffee. Maybe you should look into some brewing companies there in in nashville and make yourself a molly pardon special blend you know oh like he has his own his own blend of coffee yeah or he makes his own well he his friend owns the the brewing uh company and they made a special blend for him and so it's like i guess you oh. call it like a, a collabo you know in in coffee so he's got his own That's i think wonderful. i think it's called gander yeah it's called gander uh, so it's, uh, and it was in Michigan, so it was sort of like an in-state collabo. So maybe somebody yeah. in the Nashville area is out there. If anybody's listening in the Nashville area nope. and they 
are looking to collabo with a musician on some great coffee, hmm. Molly may be interested. I'm not speaking. She may be interested. You're going to have to find out. I don't know. Well, now that I've got important food questions out of the way, because I have to, you know, I'm obligated. I have to ask them. So true. When you got to Nashville, you've, you've worked with a lot of other artists, not just, you know, not your own music. You, like you mentioned, you, you harmonize, you, you play other parts. Was that intentional when you moved there, or was that just more sort of a, a result of the hustle? Was it like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then all of a sudden, you just sort of realized that you were picking up all of these additional roles. That was a result of not writing my own music mm. for a while. I felt I felt stuck in the songwriting process, mm-hmm. but I still wanted to be active in the music community. Mm-hmm. So I offered myself as a harmony vocalist mm-hmm. to artists whose shows I would go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I enjoyed their music, I would let them know after the show and tell them to please reach out if they ever want harmony vocals. Yeah. And at least one person took me up on it, and that led to um, many other people taking me up on it um, on stage and in the studio. Who, who so is, who became, is the first that, that picked you up on it? Well, it started in the studio. Mm-hmm. uh Joseph LeMay hired me. He didn't know who I was. I'd never heard me sing. Um, so he hired me to sing harmony on six or seven songs of an album he was working on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, snowballed from there. Nice. Well, I mean, I've heard you talk about how much you, you like to harmonize and how much you like sort of the the process and blending of voices. Uh, yeah. Who, who are some of your favorite harmonizers in music? Like, who do you go to and go, man, that sounds that sounds awesome? Um, I love uh, an album called All the Road Running. Mm. It's Mark Knopfler and Amy Lou Harris mm. singing together. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, uh, I I love Amy Lou's voice. Honest, Amazing. Yeah, honestly, I I love a lot of solo artists who don't have a lot of harmony on their on their album mm-hmm. because that gives me room to sing <laughs> gotcha. when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Uh, but my friend Camber, she singing with her taught me how to uh, integrate dissonance mm-hmm. and um, incorporate very different non-traditional notes yeah. into the harmony. And uh, I learned a lot from singing with her and I love listening to her records. They're so mesmerizing. They're just absolutely musically intriguing. It it's 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 amazing when you get that harmony that like you said, it, it there there's there's this play of dissidence, but you don't really get it in your ear. You don't really notice it. I, I always think of the rock example of Allison Chains. They have this perfect blend of Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley that they did just this amazing and you don't even notice it it's so impressive when that happens in somebody's music with that type of of harmonizing mm. well speaking of tunes that you you dig uh you seem to like a, a wide variety of music you you actually made an album of covers uh 2 years ago you released it there 2019 and i noticed your version of landslide 
uh, is your is your second most popular song on Spotify. It's got well over 15 million streams just on Spotify. Jeez. And, yeah. you know, obviously, amazing jam. Um, what do you think attracts people to your version of Landslide? Uh, I think because it's not wildly different from the original. Mm-hmm. And because I maintain most of Stevie Nicks' melody, mm-hmm. I didn't try too hard to uh, make it my own, mm-hmm. <laughs> melodically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that and people like people like to be familiar yeah. with a song that they are listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to just wow them with my uniqueness. <laughs> <laughs> and also, yeah, it's a, it's a smash. Smash hit for sure. I mean, it's an incredible song. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think my non-abrasive voice helped. <laughs> um, yeah, being on a, a covers playlist with millions of subscribers helps as well. It for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, along with on that same album, you did a you did a Gin Blossoms song. Uh, found out about yeah. you. And they actually really seem to dig it. I noticed where they post about it. I know. <laughs> and, and that was pretty. Did you know? Do you know the guys in Gin Blossoms, or was that just sort of out no, of the blue? No, I don't. Oh, okay. that was a bit out of the blue. Um, I, you know, I like tagged their social media handles in my posts when the song came out. Yeah. And I guess one of them is active on social media and maybe they're maybe they're not really fielding a lot of mentions these days <laughs> <laughs> so they check out the ones that they get and yeah like they reposted a clip of my song it was incredible yeah very nice well, uh, well what made you what made you want to cover the gym blossoms have you always been a, a fan of their their songs no i heard <laughs> one of their songs for the first time in 2017. Wow. Um, my boyfriend made me a mixtape, and I was like, who the f- all these artists? I've never heard of them. <laughs> they were mostly artists from like the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of missed out on them because I was so focused on Coldplay and contemporary Christian music. Yeah. That uh, I had no idea who the Gin Blossoms were. And he still thinks that there's got to be a way that I've heard Hey Jealousy but I had never heard it until <laughs> I swear I swear I never heard it but um, yeah I heard Found Out About You and I was absolutely enchanted yeah. it was just such a such an emo rock song yeah <laughs> I just loved it it was about high school and like high school romance and jealousy and betrayal and oh yeah yeah, high school it drama. Was like, I, I could have used that song when I was in <laughs> high school. <laughs> um, but I really, really uh, fell in love with that melody and um, started playing it. I went on tour in, in 2017, later that year, and worked it up into my set. And then I decided to cut it to tape. <laughs> nice, nice. I, yeah. I'm i a huge fan of, of the Gin Blossoms Uh my favorite, my favorite jam of theirs is Allison Road, but uh, I do, I do love Follow You Down and 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 uh, Hey Jealousy and basically all all of New Miserable Experience. That whole album is amazing, and it was fun. It was funny because I actually 
when you uh, released the cover of it, I was looking up info on the Gym Blossoms because we had Jesse, their guitarist, on our show. And no I saw the post of you you performing, and I was like, yeah, somebody's covering the song. Then wouldn't you know it, two years later, here I am interviewing you. Fantastic. It's just incredible. Close the circle, you know? Yeah. Well, you you released the, the newest EP there, Rosemary, uh, and it's a fantastic EP. We started talking about it as far as playing on uh on Cobert and my favorite jam is Who Are We Kidding? Um I I love that song. It's got like it's got a such a great groove to it. And to me it's almost yeah. got like a like a like a seventies R and B feel almost like almost like a yeah. like an Al Green sort of feel to it. Uh which is definitely like like we were talking about at the start, it's definitely a different vibe than feel alive again. Which is de- uh, all altogether different as far as that vibe, and I sort of wondered when you're writing those songs, do you ever? I mean, I, I think now it's a lot less than it used to be, but do you ever think of like, oh, and this isn't the vibe that people really see me in, or is it once you start writing, it's whatever comes out of you that you're like, this is what I want to put out. You know, I don't write for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still write for myself and I want to be able to listen to the song and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, honestly, after I had, I had written this, both of those songs just on acoustic guitar because that's mm-hmm. all I play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so when I took it to my producer, um, I told him that this was my, um, this is my Motown nod nice and uh i wanted this to sound as much like the spinners yes um, I'll, I'll be around yes as possible yes and um and natalie Prass nice. and uh, the supremes just as vintage as it can sound and vintage and groovy yeah um, and just dripping i wanted it to just be dripping with sentiment mm-hmm. uh, so i didn't care at all that it sounded different um i mean i did care i, I wanted all these songs to sound different because it would be horribly boring if these songs all had the same vibe you know they'd just be yeah. the same track on repeat six times so yeah. i for sure um wanted every song's sound to be different and um because that's what i wanted and that's kind of what the song wanted yeah no exaggeration Last week, literally last week, I just got uh, The Spinners' third album, The Spinners, with I'll Be Around on vinyl. I was very excited about it. Had to get it from some oldies uh, website because they don't have it in in, in press right now. So it was a hard find, but yes, I am glad that you were connecting with that song because it's a jam, and so is your jam. Very, I I got Thank the mo I got the Motown vibe. I felt it hard, and I Great. enjoy I enjoy a, a Motown vibe. Um, <laughs> I you know you you mentioned it on your first album how it takes you some time to create songs, and you you had them for a bit uh, for a couple of years. And uh, again, when I was looking into this, I came across a Forbes article titled. It takes Molly Pardon years to finish a song. What? Which <laughs> I, I, 
I didn't know how to take that title. Like, I was like, how, how, how should I take this? How did she take this title? Uh, I guess I laughed so hard when I read that. <laughs> now, I, I thought it was hilarious. Well, how how do you view your your speed of creation? I used to be really frustrated that I could not write songs more quickly mm-hmm. until I realized that all of the songs that end up with my stamp of approval are pretty awesome. So <laughs> it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. Um, because they're obviously not finished. They're not good enough until I give them time to uh, time to stew. Yeah. So it's it's pretty rare that a song comes out in 15 minutes, but it has happened. Mm. Um, most of them I like to, uh, you know, sit on for a while. Now, do you ever worry? Th- do you ever get worried that you sit on them too long? Like you overthink it? No, I don't get worried. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, how long did it take you to finish the songs that came out on Rosemary? Um, Feel Alive Again, I wrote that in a day. Mm. Um, Kitchen Table, I wrote that maybe in two days. Who Are We Kidding took about three years. Um, that was a, a a big difference between the other two. That was a very I, long yeah. difference there. What what created and the actually difference? Actually, the last three all took about one day. So so what 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 took so long on Who Are We Kidding? As far as like the the creation process. Well, I had the hook, mm-hmm. and that was it. I had no idea what else to write about it. Mm. Gotcha. Um, and none of no words that I tried to fit in seemed like they were good enough story right. sentiment. Right. So I I tried. I plugged different phrases in, and I didn't have a good melody. I didn't have any good lyrics. So I just had to wait. I had to wait around a long time. <laughs> so so would you say that's sort of like the way? Like it's not constant as three years. It's like every now and then you come back to it, and you're like. All right, let's see what we got. And you're not feeling it still, and you're like, okay, I don't have anything. All right, put it to the side. We're going to do other things here for a little bit. Yes. Okay. That's pretty much what it is. Gotcha. Got, well, now, along with that song, I do, I love the video, too. The video is fantastic. Uh, you guys are you. out cruising on a boat on a lake. Um, on a boat. Now, were you a part of that creation of the video treatment, or was that somebody coming to you saying, this is what we should do for that this this song? Uh, a little bit of both. I went to a director and said, I'd like to make a music video where I am in the back of a taxi, and mm. my different band members get in the car as their instruments come mm-hmm. into the song, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to rearrange our plans because of covid Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that was what the director came up with. I like. Well, I, said, well, my dad has a boat. I I, I like it because it. I mean, it has. It, I think I. I feel like the boat. I feel like there's a strong connection, and this is just me in my weird head. But maybe somebody else thinks along the same way. Nope. But I have a weird connection between like boat vibes. And seventy vibes. So the seventies vibes with the spinners and the Motown nod go very well with the boat vibe to me. Yes! So I Great. get I get a very that that connection 
uh, is there for me. I don't know if it is for anybody else, but if any of the listeners want to agree with me, feel free. Uh, along with that, I noticed that in some of those shots, there were some menacing clouds in the background. Did you did you get rained on at any point in this filming? Oh, clouds. I thought you said crowds. <laughs> uh, we did get rained on. We took a break mm. between the daytime shots and the nighttime shots. Mm-hmm. And um, got rained on just a little bit. Yeah, I was, I was, I was concerned. You know, I was like, "Ooh, man, yeah, watch out! It looks like some some bad thunderstorms out there." You don't want to get yeah, caught, was... caught in a boat on on a, on a, in a thunderstorm. That's never fun. <laughs> but it came out. It right. looked great. Well, uh, like I said, the EP's been out. It's fantastic. So a lot of Thank artists you. have started plugging in shows now, and I'm sort of curious. I mean, vaccine numbers. Are going up have have you been able to uh get the vaccine um a little bit of it oh, and okay. honestly i'm on my way to a show right now i'm gonna oh. sing uh from gonna sing a song with my friends the brook and the bluff yes. in birmingham fantastic. they're playing at a, a brewery fantastic uh with an outdoor stage so i just rolled into birmingham so i've got to hop off in a minute to um there we go let my maps tell me where to go but um i am not going to book a Molly Parton show until, until, um, until I see some, some praise reports come uh, yeah, back I gotcha. from, from people who have booked shows. Yeah. You want to um, be a hundred percent sure. I'm going to let everyone else sure. test the water. Yeah. I like it. I just want to see what it's like out there before I dive headfirst in. Yeah. No, it, it makes, I mean, especially yeah. after, you know, uh, I, 13 months of it. Uh, you want to make sure, and you want to make sure that it's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of energy. It's not a you know. It's not dangerous. It's not all of those things. So I'd probably be in the same yeah. boat. I totally get it. Um, well, cool. as far as music wise, what could Molly Pardon fans expect uh, in 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 the year twenty twenty one? What are what's what's on the docket? 2021, I hope to print vinyl Ooh. and uh, hope to let people hear my songs on TV shows and wrap up a record that I started. Wow. And just lots of stuff. Now, is this going to be a full uh, length? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan, but plans change. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Now, uh, doing the vinyl, is that vinyl for Rosemary, or would that be vinyl for this upcoming album? Uh, both, but I'll start with Rosemary, and I'm, gonna re- I'm going to release it as a full length, not just an EP. Nice. Nice. Now, that, yeah. uh, that I am very excited about that, because uh, as listeners know, we have every single album of any artist that has been on the show on the wall. So, I need a Rosemary album or the new album, whichever one, cool. uh, on the wall to celebrate Molly Pardon in the studio. That has oh, to happen. Oh, thanks. Yes, yes. Have so you I, um, have you had a chance to play any of my songs? Yes. Uh, well, we're gonna play one at the end of this interview. Yes. That's what we're gonna. Oh, great. Yeah, and we played one earlier in the uh, in the show. So uh, we're. Oh, I, thank you. I'm planning on if you're okay with it. I'm planning on uh, ending with "Who Are We Kidding?" If that's if that's okay with you. Oh, I'd love that. Okay. I would love for you to play any of my songs. <laughs> Well, don't worry. We love to play your song, so it's going to happen. Thank you. Um, Great. Well, 
Molly, I, on that note, I will let you go uh, so you can go check maps and make sure you're going to head to the right venue. That's a fact. But uh, yes, it's I'm been a pleasure right talking now. to you today. Thank you, Ben. Yes. Uh, and listeners, you can get everything Molly Pardon at mollypardon.com. You can stream her music on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else, or follow her on Instagram at Molly Pardon. Right now, let's take a listen to my favorite off the new EP, Who Are We Kidding? Right here on the Doc G Show.
we are back here on the Doc G Show. You just heard a little Molly Pardon right there. Little Molly Pardon. Who are we yes, kidding? Sir. Love that jam. As you heard, Dave, Motown flavor. Love That's it. Motown right. flavor. Love so you know. Actually, I was I was about to say. So a uh, 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 tip of the hat to all my uh, all my a, a lot of my singers on my list. But you know what? Yeah. Honestly. There's not too many Motown, actual Motown singers. Do I even have a Motown? I don't think I have a Motown singer. That might be a flaw You're in slacking. my list. I was about that to say. That is a flaw in your top no, 20. No, I take it back. I got one. Number 18's a Motown singer. Number 18's a Motown singer. Check the Instagram for the who that is, y'all. I should have one more, though. I might actually switch one out for another Motown singer that I'm a little upset. Is that, that, is that allowed? Yeah, it's allowed because nobody gives my list but it's uh <laughs> it's fine only i care so it'll, it'll be good anyways uh thank you to molly uh dave you didn't know either Definitely. of thank those you. uh those tidbits about her hometown did you I didn't, but have you? Hey, you've never seen Smokey and the Bandit, I'm guessing. Hmm. No, but I feel like I have to now. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not a bad. It's not a bad film. It's a classic '70s film. It's good stuff. It'll really get you in that '70s vibe. You'll feel like you need some wood paneling in your house and some shag uh, carpet, and you gotta let yes. your chest hair flow. You know that kind of stuff. I already got that going. That's man. good. We know we got that going. Anyways, guys, if you haven't, check out Rosemary, the EP. It is fantastic. Molly, doing it up. The great song. Also, like I told her in the interview, check out the video for Who Are We Kidding? It's a good video. Put you, it, puts you in that, it. it puts you in that 70s vibe, too. The same thing with the video. Puts you in the 70s mm -hmm. vibe. Love it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Dave, we've got to move on to our new segment here. All right. New segment. Which we all know, and we're starting to love, right, listeners? Nope. It's the Doc G Top Three. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now I was thinking, I was like, what am I gonna do? Uh, what kind of top three are we gonna do this week? And you know, I've mm -hmm. been getting a little itching for some traveling. You know. Yeah. I was like, everyone, you know, post yeah. COVID. Even though it's not over, we're just uh, we're uh, uh, ignoring they're, they're it. over it. Yeah, yeah, we're just ignoring it. Anyways, yeah, wanted to do some traveling. So I thought, what better top three list? Best places we've ever visited. Sweet. We've actually visited in person. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. now there's two rules here. Obviously, you can't live there, so mm -hmm. can't be where we live. Second yeah. rule, we actually had to have lived, uh, or actually went there. Been there. You have to yeah. actually have gone there. Okay, so give me your number three, Dave. Hmm. All right, my number three, I would say, I'm going to lump them all together. Oh. Um, the Keys. Oh. I think the Florida Keys the, are just, That's uh, That's all three of your favorites? <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, like, oh okay. You know, the the I, keys yeah. as one location. Right. I like, gotcha. Because you you can hit them all. Oh, you, sure. You, know, you can't hit them all in a day. But, it's like about 150 I mean, miles, about 170, somewhere around there. I'll take your word for it. It t Yeah, it takes you like two hours, three, two or three hours just to get mm -hmm. through it all. Mm -hmm. um, but, man, if that's not just the most relaxing 
vibe. It can be. It can be. It all you can't beat it. It also can be a very uh, uh, irritating vibe, depending on what you're doing and where you're at. That's true. But That's uh, true. very nice vibe. Love the vibe in uh, Key West. Lots of naked mm-hmm. people. Lots of roosters. Lots of weirdos. Always Lots of, fun. Uh, key lime pie stuff. Key lime pie. Now, what I actually one of my favorite things about Key uh, Key West is their oversized cookies. Uh, they have a lot. Oh, I didn't have one of those. Oh, on Duval Street, man, they have a whole bunch mm-hmm. of these bakeries that just have these giant. Yeah, the cookies. bakeries are cool. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. got these cookies that are all. They advertise they're like over a half pound. That's what they always advertise Dang. them, and they're they are. Oh, they're so oh so gooey. They're oh so gooey. They're delicious. That's a fact. They are I delicious. Love it. I love it. It's a fantastic place. I do love Key West. Shout out to Key West. Shout out. Um, that, that I could put that as an honorable mention on my list. I can put that okay. as an honorable mention. I respect that. Uh, number three on my list. Shout out to last week's show. Shout John out. Muir Woods in California. Oh. Yes, yes. Now, I will openly admit, and most listeners know this because I've mentioned it a couple times, San Francisco mm-hmm. in general. I know we've got mm-hmm. San Francisco listeners. It's not my favorite city. Oh, come on. I mean, I don't mind it. I like it when I go, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. I'm not going to. Fair enough. But go outside of the city, John mm-hmm. Muir Woods, amazing. Amazing. It's like, okay. it's, I, I am not exaggerating when I say it's a, cath- a cathedral of trees. There is something holy about those trees. You go they have in, like the huge redwoods. And oh stuff. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, man. You go in there and the sun just sprays through it in this just mm-hmm. just foggy holy haze, and you're just like, oh, oh, I am baptized in the beauty of these forests. Word. Oh my goodness. It is. It, you come out born again, a nature man. When you come <laughs> out, it is amazing. You're pure. It is amazing, <laughs> man. I love it. You just and you just you go in there just. Huh? <sighs> you know, uh, which I'm yeah. sh- I'm sure when they were having those horrible hor- uh, 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 wildfires last year, sort of ruined that smell, which is really sad to think about. Mm. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, knock on some wood. Hopefully, no fires this year. Um, Dave, second number two. What do you got? So number two is Arenal. Costa Rica. Ooh. This is the volcano town. Ooh, man. Um, so we went, you know, we climbed the base of the the volcano. I'm totes um, jelly. But one of my one of my favorite things was uh, in the town. They have all these hot springs, mm. but they're natural because they're all caused, right? You know, by the volcano, right? So literally, our hotel just had them scattered around, and you could just like. You know, instead of going Just to the hotel in. pool, you went to the hotel, you know, hot spring. Yeah. Oh, Very so cool. So awesome. Very cool. So awesome. Now, I've been to some natural hot springs there in uh, in Virginia, actually. Mm-hmm. Hot, really? Yeah, wow. in Hot Springs, Virginia. The the town, oh. Hot Springs, where the Homestead wow. Hotel is. But I've uh, I'm never, I've never, uh, well, first of all, would love to actually go to Costa Rica. Amazing place. Uh, love it. So I hear. I have never actually been, so I couldn't put it on this list. But I would love to have it on my list. It's on one of those, yeah, I don't want to say bucket list because I just don't like the name bucket list, but it's on a bucket list. Huh? That's it. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Okay, my number two, Dave. Scotland, Edinburgh. Oh, nice. Edinburgh. Now, I can't, uh, you know, this is it's a stretch because I barely remember it because this was mm. decades ago. But... Mm. Uh, 
it still is amazing. It's, I mean, uh, since I was so young, it seems even more mythical, you know? Right. It's like, right. did that really exist? You know? And it just seemed like it was in some kind of weird... How old were you when you went? This is like five. Jeez. Oh. Okay. Yeah, super okay. young. But I remember yeah. it. I remember it. I had a little I had a little Mickey Mouse keychain book bag. Remember that? Lame. I was very excited about it. I carried that thing around until I was like twelve. Somebody should have kicked my for wearing that. Yeah. But I they wore it everywhere. Did. Oh no, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't even try it, Dave. I took them down. No, not really. No, probably tried. had a beard, but your beard was starting to cut. You had five o'clock shadow. I at wish. Uh, no, <laughs> I had some kind of trash stash until I was. My mustache was like the last thing to come in. So annoying, you know. Uh, it was one of those where I had a whole bunch of chin hairs, you know, but no, yeah. no mustache, man. So annoying. Uh, so annoying. Puberty. I didn't really weird. get. I didn't really get the good good beard, man, until until the mid twenties, man. Actually, probably late twenties. Uh, this is sort of trashy in the early 20s. Anyways, I got sidetracked. Scotland. Scotland was amazing, Favorite man. Favorite, Favorite part, part was probably the castles. The castles oh, yeah, were so I've cool. I've heard those are awesome. And especially yeah. when you're five, you're just like, what? Mm. Oh, oh, these are amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's true. And you're jumping all over things. And I was going through cannon holes and was like, oh, this is where people died. Cool. <laughs> you know? Very cool. Right. Okay. Top on your list, number one. What do we got? All right, number one. You've heard me talk about this place before, but Long Beach Island, mm. New Jersey. Oh, man, going. A little family getaway. There it is, man. You, I like it. I like it. What's so, um, what's so special? Dude, what's so, so special? The, so once you go off the mainland, mm -hmm. you know, and you go over the bridge to mm -hmm. this, it's a little, um, I believe it's eight mile. It's either eight or twelve mile island, mm -hmm. okay, and it's like a half mile wide. Mm -hmm. So that, it's very. Small. That's a very thin island, yes. Um, but there's there's like no um, commercial stuff on there. Mm. Everything is like mom and pop. Really, it's been there forever, and like. They don't even like they just started taking credit cards recently. Like that's how old it is. Like a lot of places like cash only. Jeez. Um but it just feels like you like go back in time. And I've always just appreciated that where it just made things seem, you know, easier. Just simple, man. And yes, a, exactly. A less a less extreme version of going in a cave. I right. like it. It's 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 almost like you go into a beach cave. I've got you know? I've got it on I've got it on Google right now. I brought up Long Beach Island here. Yeah, okay. I got it. Right outside of Stafford Township here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like right in the middle of Jersey. Mm. Yeah, it's like middle south. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Man, you Um it's it's probably about like an hour-ish if you think of like Jersey Shore. Yeah, you're really not that I mean, you know, I mean, you're across the whole state, but you're really not that far away from Philadelphia even there. I mean, you're only No, yeah, it's only like a 2-ish hour drive probably. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have any main Okay, I'm I'm getting too mappy. Yes! People are like, "Who cares? I don't care about your maps." Oh. Um mine is very similar, Dave. Mine is very similar, except I guess it's sort of the the southern version of it, Hilton Head, South Carolina. Oh that yeah, is, I've heard that is that is my my favorite. is is, is very similar in it. Uh, if the listeners remember back to when we had Trevor Hall on the mm -hmm. show, Trevor is from Hilton Head. Uh, yep. I it's sort of like your Long Beach Island. Uh, you know, I've been going there. Don't have family there, but I've been going mm -hmm. there since I was three. So. 
You know, it's 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 that it's that reminisce. You go there and you're just like, oh, it's home, man. It's, yeah, you're like, this is the best place in the world. It's the home away from home, man. And it's just, it's, yeah, so amazing. So amazing. I'm glad we had very similar number ones. Very nice. So true. Very nice. There we Good go. List, Doc. Doc G, top three. Best place you've ever visited in person. What's yours, Boom. listeners? What's yours? Hmm. Um, okay. Okay, Dave, it's time to tell you real quick. Uh, well, actually, I forgot. I almost jumped the last birthday suit again. Here, you can't do that. Doc. Here we go. I got you 50% on this one, but I'm confident. It's a very confident 50%. Okay. Born on April 28, 1950 in New Rochelle, New York. Her birthday suit wearer was the son. I didn't know this, by the way. I was surprised by this. Uh, he was the son of a first-generation immigrant from Scotland and second-generation mm. immigrant from Italy. So shout out okay. to both Italian and Scottish immigrants. Shout out to you Coming guys. together. Yeah. Our birthday suit wearer ended up going to college for speech therapy at Emerson mm. College. While he was in college, though, he started a comedy club, which he mm. fell in love with. He made his first appearance on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1977. Over the 80s, he became the most well-known and most frequent substitute for Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show. Uh, in 1992, he replaced Johnny as the permanent host. Hmm. He hosted the show until 2009 when Conan O'Brien was supposed to take over the show. Bunch of controversy, and our birthday suit wearer took back over the show until 2014 when Jimmy Fallon took over the show. That's Jay Leno. Jay Leno is yes. correct. Nicely done. Okay. I figured I like, you would I'm know. I'm pretty sure. I just wanted to like wait a little bit. I was more. like, Dave's old <laughs> enough to remember that. He's got to remember yeah. that. I was like, he's got to remember. 2009 Jay. was iffy, but 2014. 2014 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Jay. I was never a huge Jay watcher. I always watched Dave instead. Um, but you know, I like Jay. Jay Jay's a good host. He's a happy host, and you know, yes. Uh, Jimmy Fallon follows in the footsteps. They're very, oh, I love Jimmy Fallon. You know, they're similar. Jimmy could be interviewing somebody with Ebola, and he'd be excited about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're having the best guest. Me and this guy. He's bleeding from his eyes. It's a little bit much, but he's hilarious. Like, he'd be having so much fun. You'd be like, hey, I think you have Ebola, Jimmy. Watch out, man. You need to get tested right away. So true. Anyways, so it's not... Jimmy Fallon's birthday. It's Jay's birthday. He's turning the big, uh, what do we got? 71. 70-ish. 71, 71, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jay. Happy birthday to Jay. Uh, He's got like a huge car collection, right? 286, roughly. That was that was going to be my clue if you, you couldn't remember. I was going to tell you that his big, uh, his big retirement hobby is cars, and he actually has his own show on it. Uh, which is Jay Leno's uh, garage. Um, yeah, 286, which uh, that's 285 more than I have. That's a fact. So yes. it's, uh, beats, my, beats my collection by a small amount. Small amount. Right. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Jay. Okay, Dave, it's time to tell you about some new shows. I'm very excited. The first thing I need to tell you about the new shows coming up, mm -hmm. uh, This th I feel privileged. I feel very privileged that this happened. Last night, working on the show, I get an email from who? From Magic City Hippies, 
uh, manager. Ooh, That's right. Okay. And Magic City Hippies manager was like, hey, Ben, I know you're a big supporter of the Magic City Hippies. I know you're mm -hmm. a fan. Here's their new track. What? Oh, look at that. It hasn't been released yet. And he was like, take a listen. Let me know what you think. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. I've got privileged song material here. No, my that. God. Now he's like, you can't play this. I really wanted to obviously play it, but can't play it of this course. week. But don't worry. Next week, it will have been released, and we are playing it on the pod That's right. for the Magic Ooh. City Hippies. <laughs> That's right. So I'm very excited about that. The track is called Diamond. If you haven't already reserved it on your, uh, on your Spotify or Apple, make sure you do. It's a fantastic track. I can tell you, I've already listened to it. It's great. So, <laughs> so uh, true. make sure you check it out. But we've also got great shows coming up. We've got uh, we've got the suitcase junket, fantastic artist. Can't wait to have him on the show. We've also got Tim Atlas coming on the show. Uh, Sick. Yeah, very excited, very excited. We've also we've got in the works. I'm very excited. One of uh, one of Tyler Childer's good friends on the same uh, label as Tyler. Um, we've got his friend uh, John R. Miller yes! that's coming on the show, hopefully. Hopefully mm -hmm. we can get mm -hmm. John R. Miller on the show. He actually, nice. uh, um, uh, Tyler covers one of his songs on his, uh, his, new, his most recent album. So there you go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about, you know, we were just talking about mustaches. Mm -hmm. My God, does John have a mustache. Let's go. This dude, this dude, he has one of those. He's got he's got a full on beard, but but his mustache just looks like it's eating the rest of his face. Like it's like his mustache just goes completely over his mouth. Like there is no <laughs> mouth. It's just all mustache. It Gosh, is that's crazy. It's super <laughs> that's a lot of stash. It is super impressive. It is very, very impressive. And this man represents for West Virginia. He is a he is a West Virginia original. Through and through. John R. Miller. Can't wait for all of these folks to come on the show. We got a lot more good shows coming up. But for now, Sweet man. we are gonna have to cut it. We are gonna have to call it a show. I have been your host, Doc G. With me as always. Is the man that is never protected by his best friend, but he will also nope. set him up for murder later on in life. Dave. Especially like now when he's sleeping. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Burles Berlin. Y'all have another wonderful Wednesday, guys. Fantastic. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity doo dah.